Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. We begin another hour here at Pete Shepard Solo today on this Saturday afternoon, WEI Sports Saturday. I'll be with you again until uh, 7.30. Then it's the Celtics and uh, 76ers pregame show with Grandy and Max. And those of you who want to hear the Red Sox at 6.30, we'll be break- you head over to AM680 uh, for Joe Castiglione, Dave O'Brien, and John Risch and some of the other WEI Sports uh, Radio Network stations as well. But uh, joining us right now, and I see you guys lined up on the phones, and I will get to you in just a couple of minutes. Paul Flannery, WEI.com, is uh, down, uh, is at the Garden tonight for this uh, another Game 7 between these two historic rivals. And, Paul, uh, I've just learned over my lifetime in every single sport, whether one of my teams I want to see win in the New England area is in it or not, you throw all the numbers out the window in Game 7 because anything can happen. No, you're absolutely right, Pete. And, you know, every game I've, I've now covered, this will be my fifth one since I started covering this team only five years ago. And each one is different. Each one takes on a life of its own. You can talk about experience. You can talk about home court. You can talk about all those things. When this game gets started, it's gonna, it, it, will, it will also take on a life of its own. I'm not sure any of that stuff matters. The one thing, the one thing, the only prediction I'm making, and it's not about a score or anything like that. And I, well, I mean, I, I do think the Celtics will win. I'm not going to say by what score. I don't know. I do think they will win, and I do think Rajon Rondo is going to have one of his big time. Everybody's watching me triple double games tonight. I really believe that. I hope it's enough. Well, I think I think that would be enough, and I think Rondo's the key here. And you know, people are talking about Garnett a lot, but to me, it's it's Rondo. If Rondo has a huge game, if Rondo gets people involved, if he's out running and gets them in pace. They can score enough to win this game. I think I think this is a Rondo game. We talked earlier in this series and even Atlanta about about Garnett. Initially, we, I remember we were, we had this discussion about no one had an answer for Garnett for Philadelphia, and then uh, you know he's relegated to some outside jumps, a lot of outside jump shots, but getting outscored forty two sixteen in the paint last game. I just don't see that happening. How do the Celtics get Rondo more involved? Not that he has to be a, a dominant low post player, but get him involved so. They don't get outscored 42-16 points in the paint. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, the big thing is is they got to run. And not just run fast breaks, but they got to get out in transition and to be able to set up their offense quicker. Because what you had a lot in that game six was they're sort of standing around, walking the ball up the court, they're getting into the offense. It's taking them eight to ten seconds to do it. they got to get into it faster. they got to get Garnett established in the post when there's still 12, 13 seconds up on the shot clock so he can go to work. So they need to play with a much better pace. And, again, you know, everybody's relying on Rondo for their offense, and, and I think that's the big key. And also the turnovers. The two games where that, that really bothered me with the with two games where they lost, and they had 17 turnovers uh, in, those, in those games. And uh, there have been other games where they've been great in the turnover, um, in the turnover department. One game they had, uh, you know, they didn't get their third turnover until midway through the third quarter. So uh, th- that's a big part of it, too, because that's, that's when Philly can run that transition off those Celtics turnovers. That's when they're dangerous. Oh, absolutely, and that's been a problem for them. That's been a problem for them for the last four or five years. But you're right, they have done a better job of managing their turnovers throughout the playoffs. They can't have more than, I don't know, what's the number, 12, 13, any more than that, and you start to really get into a danger zone. Because they need to take care of every possession just to be able to score some points, too. They can't afford to give them away. Avery Bradley, obviously, you know what a tremendous loss. Him not being there is going to be. Who do you, who do you think needs to step it up on D tonight to uh, kind of compensate for his loss? 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, I keep going back to Marquise Daniels. And yeah. And I, I, I feel like – I feel like he had a great game in game two against Atlanta. He really shut down Joe Johnson when they really needed it. And I think he could be a guy that, you know, you could put on an Evan Turner or somebody like that, just make, just make things a little bit difficult. You don't even need scoring from Marquise. Just six to ten minutes of defense I think could be a difference. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I'm, I mean, hopefully it won't come down to that because if you're, if you're you know, Celtics are fans are, uh, you know, have this game seven, in the hands of whether Marquise Daniels plays good defense or not, boy, that's. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, it's know. it's sometimes you know the guy you least think about. Even not not saying in, in Petrus even with his offense and also Brandon mm-hmm. ba- Bass can't go two for twelve in this game. I hope he doesn't. No, he can't. And you know, it kind of it kind of got magnified because he scored twenty seven the other night. I I felt like Brandon has had a fairly solid series. See, he struggled a lot against Atlanta. I, I feel like he's been okay in this series. No, but he can't go two for 12. You know, what you need from him is 12, 14 points, six, seven rebounds, something like that. You don't need anybody to necessarily be a hero because you got enough guys who can do that. You got Garnett, you got Rondo, you got Pierce, you know, but somebody needs to just play well out of that, out of that next group. And they didn't really have anybody who did that in game six. You know, one of the intangibles, uh, and people have uh, tweeted and text whether they agree or disagree. Some mostly agree, but I do think experience – Absolutely helps in a game seven in this situation. And even though Philadelphia may be a little younger and, and more, or a lot younger and more athletic, the big four, the experience that they have in these type of situations, that's got to count for something. It counts for something, sure. But I, I also look at the other side and I see a team that's nine deep right now that has younger legs and is less banged up. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if that's a trade off for experience, I don't know. I, I think I'd probably take what Philly's got right now over that experience. I do think the home court is important, I think it's very important. And, you know, I think that's the one you – that's the intangible I think you got to hang your hat on if you're a Celtics fan. You know, I know, uh, you know, some of the officials, uh, uh, you know by name, Joy Crawford and others, but what about this crew tonight? Was it McCutcheon and Brothers and Callahan? What about these officials, if you know anything about them, and what good should crew. we expect? Yeah, good crew, good solid crew, veteran crew. Um, you know, somebody actually had a number that the Celtics are something like 9-1 and one in games that Mike Callahan officiates in the last 10. So, I don't know <laughs> if that's anything. But these are veteran guys. Um, these are not sort of, you know, look at me, show me guys. Mm-hmm. I actually like Joey Crawford a lot. I think he's one of the better referees in the league. I know a lot of people have, have problems with him. But, no, I don't think you should have any problems from the officials tonight. All right, well, now what does Philadelphia have to do to pull this one off? Philadelphia's just got to play. They, you know, every game they've held the Celtics, when they hold the Celtics to 80 points or, or less, they win. And those couple games the Celtics have gotten out and scored points, they've had a problem. I think if it's a close game down the stretch – you know, Philly has won each of the close games except for that game one. They've won these close games because they've had more left at the end of the game. So, for Philly, they got to stay close, not get, not get overwhelmed if somebody gets out to a big lead. That's where that experience comes in. If you get overwhelmed and out in game seven, you're going, well, that was it, that was fun, let's go home. That's where that experience would come into play. So, as long as they don't get overwhelmed and hang in there, I think they've got a good shot. I also think uh, Holiday's defense is going to be key for Philly tonight. He has to be great. Not good, he has to be great. Yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, they need they need they need these guys. They need Lou Williams. They need Lavoy Allen. They need these mm-hmm. guys. A lot of people haven't heard of. That somebody's going to have to step up and have a have a huge game for them tonight. All right, Paul. Game sevens are always a blast. Enjoy great stuff, and uh, we'll talk. To you. We'll hopefully be talking to you next week and discussing the Eastern Conference Finals and see if the Celtics can pull off that miracle. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> All right, thanks, Pete. All right, Paul. Thanks a lot, Paul Flannery from Weei.com. Check him out. He's down at the Garden. 
and uh, has uh, is very good uh, insightful stuff on the Celtics and does a great job and has all year long. 617-779-0850, toll-free, 888-525-0850. We're talking Celtics. We're talking this war of words between Joe Madden and Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine responding to Joe Madden's comments and tweets from last night. So lots to talk about between the Celtics and the Red Sox, and let's talk to you. It's uh, Brock in the car next year on WEI. Hey, Brock. Hey, how you doing? Good, Brock. What's going on? Yeah, it's good to hear you back on the radio. Thank you, my friend. What's on your mind? Uh, I, I stole my thunder a little bit uh, okay. with, the, uh, with that last guy. I really do think Marquis Daniel could play a big role in this game. The, when the Celtics have gotten into trouble in this series, it's when they've given up second-chance points. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has been because of the Drew Holiday's and the Turners being able to break down the Celtics' guards defensively, get into the lane, then Garnett has to has to commit, and somebody else grabs a rebound and they put it back in. Uh, I I like Daniels on Holiday. I you know if they can they can keep those guys outside, make them shoot from the outside, and not break down the interior Celtics defense. I think the Celtics will win. Yeah, I mean I I agree with you. I just don't want to see. Points in the paint favor of the 76ers, 42-16. to 16. I mean, that is ridiculous. That that just shouldn't happen. I, Garnett, is, I also want I, like I said, I think this team goes as far as Rondo takes him. I have, I'm a firm believer in that tonight, and I think he will take them uh, to at least a triple-double, and that should be enough. But I want to see Garnett, who they really had no answer for in the first couple of games in the series, get back to that. Uh, they, they need uh, – he's been great as an outside shooter – but I'd like to be from be a little a little closer with this one, not to have to bomb from fifteen to eighteen feet away every time. Yeah. Uh, oh, and on and on the Red Sox, just real quick. Yeah, sure. I, I almost hope that they're sellers uh, this year. They, they, it would benefit them so much to be able to get rid of some salaries. Yeah, I know nobody. Obviously, nobody's going to take Crawford or Gonzalez. I'm not sure. I, I don't think I'd want to trade Gonzalez anyway. But if they they can trade Beckett and get good young talent for him, I do it in a heartbeat. All right. Well, how long are you willing to wait? I mean, there's even you know they're they they're ten and four in their last fourteen. If Beckett wins tonight, and uh, I think he will, I think he will win tonight because I think this lineup that Tampa's throwing out at him favors Beckett. If you look at all the numbers, except for Scott, he's the only, he's the only one that has an incredible average against him. Uh, yeah, but I just, I, but I just the, don't think they have the pitching the pitching long term mm-hmm. repeat. You know, Lester is a few games over five hundred. You know, Buck, Buck Holtz, you know, I, who knows what's wrong with well, him. Well, no, I agree with that. That's, yeah. that's just it. It's just, I mean, Lester's 3-4, and four and, and Buck Holtz is 4-2 and two with an ERA close to 8. And Lester's ERA is, is, you know, went up again last night to 4.72 after giving up seven runs in four innings. I mean, no, I agree with you. It's just about, but how long are you willing to wait before you, you make a major move here? The all-star break, I, or? I think it, oh, oh, um, you yeah, know, I, I, I think you'll get, I think you'll get more the, the longer you wait. Um, you know, people. You know, people. There may be some teams that come back into contention that are willing to do more, you know, or, or find themselves maybe in contention in in July when they didn't think they were going to be, and might give a little bit more for them. Um, but you know, I mean, I, like I said, I almost hope they're sellers because they they just they don't have the pieces to be a really good team right now. Well, it's a starting it's a starting pitching. There, the offensive yeah. numbers are fine. The offensive numbers are there. Thanks for the call, Brock. The offensive numbers are there. It's just those three guys. You know, and, you know, DuBron's been pretty good. Bard's been inconsistent, but it's not, talking about number five guy. The three top dogs, allegedly top dogs, particularly the top two, uh, Lester and Beckett, twice, uh, four times this year, have given up more than seven runs. 
That's what's going to stop. 617-779-0850. Toll free, 888-525-0850. Quick break. Pete Shepard, get right back to your calls right here. Sports Radio 93.7 WEIFM. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.